Good evening. This is Gab with Yab, and we're gabbing with Yab. And today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, police brutality. I have my co-host here again, Richard Carrington. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Glad to be here again. All right. Now we're going to jump right into it. Um, as far as police brutality is concerned, I um, they still haven't said anything about George Floyd and his case and everything like that. Um, I don't know what's taking it so long, but in the interim, we're still having things going on throughout the world as far as um, African Americans and um, Latin Americans still um, getting uh, treated unjust. So what do you think going on with that, Rich? You, well, you know, there's a strong history of police brutality, you know, in the black communities and, you know, the black and brown communities. And, you know, I think... You know, we had a big moment um, with, like you said, with the George Floyd thing that kind of really brought it to light to people who really didn't understand how bad it was. Right. Again, you know, because we talk about, you know, when so many people home from the pandemic or, you know, their lives on hold that they had a chance to focus on other things besides their jobs and everything. Right. And they were able to look and see. And when they see this um, young black man getting murdered on you know live video it opened their eyes so yeah, yeah. you know so i i think that you know you know but police brutality has been around forever you know that's, as far as i'm concerned yeah that's you, true and um go ahead no you know because I, I think about you know i think we all got stories of being harassed by the police you know i can think back to my teenage years being harassed by things that I didn't do. Now, if I did something wrong, then the cops got every right. You know right. what I mean? That's right. not that's not brutality or harassment. I, I mean, it could you. be brutality if they go too far, but that's not harassment. Right. But I'm talking about when I didn't do things, um, you know, didn't do anything wrong and still got harassed. You know, those things stick with you, you know. And, you know, as a father, I think about it, too. You know, it's like everybody, every parent, you know, African-American parent has to have that conversation with their son you know, that's true. What that's to do true. when the police stop you? You're right. And um, a while back, I was talking to my father, and, and hey, man, I'm 53 years old. Yeah. And we always look back to when I grew up. Yeah. And he always told, he told myself and my sister how to how to go about doing things when you get stopped by the police. Yes. First of all, if anybody that don't know whether it be whoever it be out here in the world, um. If a police stop you and you're in your car, you, you pretty much, you stop your car, you put your car in park, you put your hands on 10 and 2, which is uh, your left hand on one the left side of the steering wheel, your right hand on the other side of the steering wheel, and you just sit there. You roll your window down and you stay there. Do not get out the car when you're stopped by the police. Absolutely. That's the wrong thing to do. Absolutely. Because... These days and time, police officers, they're, they're, they're kind of, I'm not going to say they're scared, but they're kind of apprehensive about what's going on as well. So you definitely want to stay in your car, and once they get to your car, you know, yes, sir, and no, sir, that will be the proper manner for me. Yes, absolutely. Um, if by chance you think you're um, it's a police or brutality or uh, you think you've been treated unjust, trust me, ladies and gentlemen, out there in the field and in the street is not a time to do that. Absolutely. You, know, you try to get the badge any way you can. And you deal with that in another day because you don't know what's going on with that policeman at that time. He could be having a bad day, so on and so forth. And you want to live to be able to go home and tell somebody, hey, this is what happened to me. 
So make sure you do what you need to do. Yes, sir, and no, sir, and you keep going because one thing I always said, you know, I want to go back. I want to come home in one piece. Absolutely. And um, once again, if anything that you think that was happening to you unjust, you deal with that on, a, in a, on another time in court, and you should come on a lot better with that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's great advice, man, you know, um, because that's just how I behave, you know. If something happens, I'm, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, you know, hands on the steering wheel, and I ask permission, can I get my wallet? It's right here, you <laughs> know right, what I mean, because right. I don't want to get shot because, you know, this cop feels unsafe or something like that. Yep. And, you know, I, you know, it, it's a difficult thing because it's we face it so much that you know we're we're not we're not so much in fear of you know the policemen in fear of our lives but we don't know how they're going to react that's you know? true that's and true. and then they see us and you know maybe a big guy it could be seen as a threat and you know you you can't take chances you know i i talked to my oldest son um who grew up here in Massachusetts, but he's in North Carolina now. Right. And I tell him, you know, because he got a little mouth, you know, he can talk back and forth. And I said, oh, look, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, if you get pulled over, you keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you think. You, I don't care if it was unjust. Right. You keep your mouth shut. And then, like you said, later on, we go back and we see how we deal with it. Exactly. Because, exactly. you know, you never know. Yeah, that's true. And it's just not worth it, you guys. No. It's not worth it out here. And a lot of times... Police are wrong. Yeah. Because um, I've always said to myself, uh, police officers should be held accountable. And I don't understand why the poli- police officers, period, it's hard to convict them. I think they're under yes. some type of uh, jurisdiction to the point where they like have some type of immunity. And right. that, that shouldn't be right. I mean, a police officer, he's a person just like us. Yes. And I've always said being a police officer is an occupation. Yes. You know, um, officer of the law, but still. He, you know, he's a man. He's human, just like anybody else. And he makes mistakes. Yes. Therefore, if he makes a mistake, whether it be um, on the job or off the job, he should be treated and convicted as such. As such, you know. Um, Absolutely. And I think um, by them, by by it being hard to convict a police officer, they know that. So sometimes I think a lot of them run amok as far as that's concerned. Yes. And I'm not bashing police officers. Don't get me wrong. But there are some things that need to be addressed. In, in, in the communities and in, in the, um, the the cities and stuff like that, when it comes to uh, police brutality and different things that they get away with, and I just don't think it's fair. Right. It, absolutely. You know, um, they do have to be accountable. And like you said, we're not bashing police officers. We there's a need for police officers, um, and you want to respect them as we respect the law. They're enforcing the law, but they also have to respect the people and it shouldn't be a us against them. Right. But that's what it is right now. And um, it, it's sad because there's so many policemen and women that I believe are just in it to protect and serve. However, the bad ones just, you know, they just do the other ones harm, I think. And, you know, when, you, when you're thinking about, you know, like if, if there's an emergency, you want to call the police. You That's know, right. you want right. you want to feel like they're coming to protect you and not, you know, attack you or interrogate you or hurt you. And, you know, what we're seeing on the TV now every night is uh, people fed up. Yeah, That's people right. fed up with, you know, there's just too many, too many killings of innocent people. That's true. So um, let me ask you a question. Have you heard anything about the um, 
the Brianna case, Brianna Taylor case, um, that they haven't said anything about it, but I was definitely thinking about that, and I was definitely totally wrong. And um, I just don't understand how police officers can just kick in somebody's door and think it's, and, and then they have the wrong place. Right. And then when somebody pulls a gun on them and shoots them, right. they're wrong. Right. And I don't think that's the case because you're defending yourself. Yes. As long as you have a permit to carry a firearm that's right. in that specific state or city, you have the right to defend yourself. Absolutely. And when an individual kicks your door in unannounced, you don't know who that is. That's right. So you have to, you have to defend yourself and your family. And for that to be, you know, wrong for us as citizens to do, I, I just don't get that. That's not fair. And that's why I said some of the laws should be changed. Absolutely. From what I was hearing, they have a thing called a no-knock yes. uh, law in some states right. where police can just come in your house unannounced. Yeah. I think that's totally wrong. And uh, I also think that they're doing something to do away with that yes. no-knock policy. Yeah, they're going to have to mm-hmm. because, um, you know, we— that in America in 2020, you can't have that no. um, laws like that. And this Brianna Taylor thing is really a travesty. And I hope that there is some justice. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but we have to get to the point where we just stop, stop hoping, and de- and then start demanding. That's right. And I think that's, that's right. I think that's where we're moving towards. Where people say, okay, we're not hoping anymore. We're demanding that you do the right thing. We're demanding that these people be prosecuted. And, you know, I, I think it's picking up a little steam. I heard something like Oprah Winfrey brought 40 billboards about uh, Breonna Taylor. Yeah, yeah um, I did hear about that, And too. You know, other good. people are talking about it, but they got to do more than talk, yeah. you know. Because um, it, it's just, if you're not safe in your own home, you know, then we're we're living somewhere else other than America. That's true, and yeah. and I don't think America is that bad where you have to, you know, arm yourself just to feel safe, safe in your right. own home. Right. This is not Beirut. This is not a third world country. Right. And uh, you just, I mean, most people should be able to come home after a job, after whatever they're doing, go in the house and close their door, lock it, and be safe. Yes. You don't have to worry about nobody kicking in your door or dragging you out your house. Yeah doing you any type of bodily harm. I don't think we living in a world like that. Yeah. Um, I may be wrong, but I'm just, you know, that's the way I feel. That's the way I feel. And um, the police, like you said, the police should be with us, should be a, a part of the community, right? Um, a friend for us. Yes. And, and we're able to come to them and say, hey, this is what's going on, that's what's going on. But now it's almost like, you know, the police is like the enemy. Right. And uh, if you can't go to police for help, what can you do? Yeah. See, uh, yeah, exactly. I remember, man, um, when I was about 14 or 15, I worked at this corner store in the area. Mm-hmm. And there was this uh, cop, and he was like a local legend. He didn't have a partner. He just had his dog. They oh, called okay. him. His name was Armstead. Uh-huh. And he was he would come into the store, you know, talk to you, ask mm-hmm. you how you were doing and everything. Right. And somebody was dealing drugs he'd take care of him somebody was really? acting up he'd take care of him oh, he, okay. he okay. protected the neighborhood right and that's yeah. good so that's good. you know like when someone's violating the neighborhood or mm-hmm. violating you and you want someone there to assist you right you right. don't want them to be doing the violating <laughs> so he exactly. and, and so he was he was tough and they would say oh man don't mess with armstead armstead yeah. is no joke right and right. he would he tell you man he said some crazy stuff Did but he? it was to people 
that were doing wrong right, or that were right. dangerous. Gotcha, you know, because gotcha. if if you know my mom's walking down the street and there's kids that snatching pocketbooks, right. I want that cop to be able to deal with them. Exactly. You know, You're right. and 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 you know, so I like I said, and like you said, you know, they're not. We're not talking about all cops are bad, but. You know, I just I thought about Armstead because he was one of the cops that really, um, you know, made a difference. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he took his job seriously mm -hmm. and he he dealt with crime. Right. And he didn't. But but if you were innocent, he was on your side. And yep, that's right. And a lot of times you don't have too many police officers like that. Yeah. Uh, whether it be they don't, they don't have the proper training or right. they just may be young right. or they're just not in touch with some of the communities. Right. And you and I, we're not police officers. Right. We don't know what they're being taught exactly. coming out of the academy and things right. like that. But I tell you what, I would like to know. I would like to look at one of their uh, criteria books to see yeah. are they teaching like an ethics class or Absolutely. teaching how to approach individuals, whether they're African-American, uh, Latino, white. Wow. Uh, gang members and how to go about that type of thing because you got to have some type of um you know some type of um what I want to say uh, training, uh, training on yeah. how to deal with individuals yes whether that individual could be a drug dealer on right. drugs right uh, right. you know may, may have a mental problem and things yeah, like absolutely. that so police they have a they have a tough job don't get me wrong yes. but they should be able to uh have the proper training to deal with that type of thing yeah i mean i i was reading an article and um kind of paraphrasing it but the the it was a lawyer and he said you know i have to go to school eight years mm -hmm. and then i got to pass a bar right. and i gotta you know keep my license in check exactly. just to practice law mm -hmm. but then this cop might just have come out of high school and yeah. went and and then now he's enforcing the law mm -hmm. he said you know it doesn't make sense no it doesn't. and, and like it you doesn't. said there, there needs to be some training you don't got to have a phd but you right. need to have some training like you said to deal with the mental health issues because mm -hmm. there's so many things and so many people are getting yes. high on drugs right. and everything That's man right. and half the world smokes reefer so you don't know what's <laughs> well, going on there it's you, legal now you know? so you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you know it, it, it's just it's uh and i'm dating myself by saying reefer but you know you know that's what we used to call it <laughs> yep. but but you know and and so you have to be able to deal with all these different personalities man right. it's like you know like here in the hospital, you know, as public safety, you got to be able to deal with a person that might be on drugs, that might be, um, you know, having a, a bipolar, you know, event or whatever, or, mm -hmm. you know, psychotic, all those things. So just think about what we have to deal with mm -hmm. on a regular basis, you know? Yep, it's, I, I, get what you, I know what and, you mean. And, and, but we have to have integrity and we have to be able to treat the people with dignity. Right. And, yep. and that's what, you know, really what it boils down to is like you don't just look at a group of people and assume they're all bad because they're standing right there right. or they're or the standing color on this skin. corner or <laughs> definitely the color of their skin. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so we have to get to that place, yep. you know. Yep. And um, you're right. You're right. Um, but hopefully that happens. But um as of right now, we're still trying. We're still pushing forward. Yes. And um, like I said, the one thing that would stop that type of stuff would be legislation. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, pass different laws to make it, um, make the police, held the police accountable. Yes. Because it, it's just crazy out here. And just make it make it to the point where we can feel safe again. Yes. And not, and not be, you know, afraid of what the police are going to do when we get stopped. 
because yeah. there's just a lot of stuff that's going on and it's still going on. Right. And you, you may not hear it as much, but it's still going on. And um, a lot of times the southern states are really getting hit with it hard. Yes. And, um, you know, maybe a couple of places like New York and New Jersey and things like that. But the, the southern states are really getting hit with it hard. I'm not sh- too sure what's going on down there. Right. But we need to address the southern states, too, and bring them up to par because everybody has to be accountable. Yes. Everybody. Everybody. You know, I remember, man, you know, and this is a little off topic, but I remember growing up, man, when we were like in grade school, you know how they say, what do you want to do when you grow up? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, people would say, I want to be a fireman. Yeah. I want to be a policeman. Mm-hmm. I want to be a doctor, a lawyer. I don't think kids are saying that today, that they want to be policemen. That's true. That's true. I don't think they are either because nowadays nobody's afraid to police. So yeah. why, why would you want to take that job? Right. Because you, you, you probably wouldn't even get any respect. And, yeah. and it's a shame. Yes. And it's a good occupation. Don't get me wrong. They pay good and things like that. But uh, it, as a whole, I think the uh, being a police officer and being, you know, taking the law, being an officer of the law and everything like that has uh, just take a back, took a back seat to like maybe what you really want to be like a lawyer and things right, like that. Right, yeah. I think kids are turning towards something else. Yeah. And police, being a police officer, is it maybe on your on a back burner or third on your list as far as what you want to be for an occupation. Right. But uh, hey. I'm praying all that stuff gets rectified and we can get the legislation and the laws passed to uh, turn that negative into a positive. Yes, yeah. There's got to be change, mm-hmm. you know. All right, Rich. Uh, once again, we completed another one. Oh, man. And uh, this is Uncle Yab, and we're Gabby with La- Yab. And once again, you guys, uh, we're here to uh, tell you guys the truth and let you guys know what's really happening. All right. Have a good night. Good night.